Well, hello there, top teachers. We are your hosts, Michelle Emerson. And Bridget Spackman. And we are here to make your life easier by helping you master your time, organization, and productivity as a teacher. Welcome to our cribs. Or in this case, welcome to the audio version of us explaining our homework spaces. (laughs) (laughs) But close enough, right? We are going to share some behind the scenes of how we organize our workspaces and show you where the magic happens. Look, if you watched MTV Cribs, you understand (laughs) that reference. (laughs) But first, before we jump in, we're going to listen to a TSH from a top teacher. This top teacher says, I am so exhausted after work and I just want to sit and watch TV. I've lost 20 pounds. Woo! Congratulations! Good job. Recently, due to a diet change, and I want to kick it up a notch with even just walking, but I procrastinate so badly, I don't know how to give myself the motivation to just go. Then, when I do have the energy, I use it on school stuff. I'm ashamed to say that, and it's embarrassing just being real. I'm a mess. Where do I start? I think this is a perfect one for you, Michelle. Kick us off, girl. (laughs) Well, first of all, top teacher, congratulations on losing 20 pounds. That's incredible. And you are being far too hard on yourself because that is not embarrassing. You are not a mess. The fact that you want to walk is fantastic and that you're recognizing where those like rough spots are, where the friction Mm -hmm. is happening. And also, I love that this person words it as just walking. Honestly, walking is one of the best things that anyone can do. It's not yes. just walking. Like walking is is sufficient, okay? You don't ever have to feel bad about just walking. Like walking is great. But I'll be completely honest. I would get a walking pad if you can, which you can find them on Amazon for not super expensive. Like there are some under 100 bucks. And a lot of them will like fit under your couch or under your bed so they don't have to take up a lot of space. But as someone who works from my computer a majority of the day, and even though I would try to go out for walks, there were some days where it's way too hot or honestly, like I just didn't want to go outside. Like I was in the middle of working Mm -hmm. on stuff. Having that walking pad has been a game changer. I've had it now for about 10 months. And I, every day that I'm home, I use it. I love it. And what I love, cause you mentioned like, I want to sit and watch TV. You can compromise. Like there's times where I'm on my walking pad, just watching YouTube videos, but it's like, Hey, I need, my brain needs a break, but I can still yeah. get in movement on the walking pad. So that is my suggestion, but Bridget, I'll turn it over to you. Yeah. I, I will definitely say having a walking pad is just so phenomenal. I also have recognized though that the days when I am outside and I do walk outside, my mood changes yes. dramatically. <laughs> it's like I'm a whole new person. <laughs> um, so I would honestly say like putting on your shoes and just like telling yourself, I'm going to just go around the block and yeah. see what happens. And if you go around the block, it's that whole idea that Michelle always talks about that the first step, it's like getting that momentum going. And as mm-hmm. soon as you start to do it, you're like, oh, I'm going to do a little bit more. Oh, I'm going to keep going a little bit more. And that is a huge motivator. It's not as it's. And with walking, what's nice is that you can still be really exhausted, but that moment that you go outside, you get the fresh air. It's almost like it just kind of energizes you Mm -hmm. to some sense. I think sometimes being on the couch kind of sucks the life out of me. (laughs) At least for me, it does. 
So I would say if you could try to, you know, put on your shoes, head outside, just sit outside or do some stretches and then just going for that walk around the block, that's going to completely change um, how you feel. It really does. Yeah. And you're 100% right, Bridget. My thought also went to could you get an accountability buddy? Could you find yes. someone to walk with? Because I think that would A, make it an even more enjoyable experience, but it would also hold you accountable. And my mind even goes to, for example, at the end of the day, if you're taking your students out to like dismissal, can you be ready to then like do a quick walk around, you know, the school area, whatever, before you then go back inside, like doing little like spurts like that could be really helpful as well for getting more steps without it being like, Oh, I have to go walk for an hour or anything like that. It's funny you say that because at two of the schools that I taught at, they both had people who would walk. Yeah. Like, in the mornings or in the afternoon. And it was right in the building. Like yeah. they just kind of created a path and they would go walking. And so it was like a few teachers that got together, put their tennis shoes on and they would just go around a few times. Yes. I just got a flashback when I was in high school, I ran track and cross country. And if it was raining really hard outside, we would have an indoor practice and we would be running the hallways, which I don't know how they let us do that, but okay. And I remember our assistant principal she would walk the hallways and she did. She had like the path. So she would walk the whole perimeter of the school just like multiple times. Yeah. But here's the kicker. Bless her. I remember her wearing those like Skechers shape ups. Do you yes. remember those? Yes. I'm pretty sure Skechers got into a lot of like legal issues with those because they w- were making all of these claims about how it like helps you lose weight and like all of that was <gasps> bogus. But Yeah, I remember her having those sketches, shape ups, and just walking laps. Anyway, Bridget, welcome to the work from home posse. We're happy to have you. (laughs) What are your thoughts so far? Yeah, we're a posse. Oh, what are my thoughts so far? I will say it's been a really big struggle with routines. Mm. Like finding a routine has been hard for me, um, especially now that I feel like I'm doing other little things. Like I find myself, Blaine has been ordering two lunches at school. So I was like, no, you're going to take a lunch now. You're not ordering two lunches. Goodness gracious. So now I make his lunchbox and Dodo head over here. Why did I start with like writing jokes in his lunchbox? Because now I have to keep up with it because the days that I don't do it, he's like, mom, where's my joke? Okay, can I just say, though, as a kid that only ever got packed lunches on field trips and it was like a special treat for me, otherwise we had a bucket where I would grab out like a dollar to buy my lunch. And I was always so jealous of the kids that not only had packed lunches from home, but like their parents would write them little notes on like their napkin. And I wish I had that. So I know it's a pain, but like you are creating core memories for this kid. My other suggestion, and I don't know for sure if this exists since I'm not a mom, but I feel like it has to, there has got to be a pack on Amazon, almost like there's a calendar of the day things, Yeah, but it's got to be a set for like the school year and you can just like throw it in there. I know. There's got to be something. Right now, it's just a sticky note. I'm using a sticky note and I write (laughs) a little message and I put a joke in there. Right now, we're on Halloween themed. So spooky themed jokes. I love that though. Oh my gosh. Why did I start doing that? Did you do the, how do you make a tissue dance? No. Okay. How do you make a tissue dance? You put a little boogie in it. Bridget, it's funny. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) 
<laughs> Blaine will oh love it. <laughs> so between that, the like new routines that I've started, I've also started to accumulate a lot of stuff, mm. um, a lot of like PD books, a lot of, you know, um, like staff developing like materials that I'm taking back and forth to the different places. But I will tell you, the best days are the cozy days at home. Yeah. It's the days where it's like kind of dreary outside and I can just like relax in my comfy clothes and I don't necessarily need to like dress up for any Zoom meetings. Oh, oh, those are the best. The best. Yeah. And then you get to the point where even when you do have meetings, because I've done this with PDs, don't tell anyone, although I'm announcing it on the podcast. <laughs> But a lot of my PDs will end at like 5 p.m. And usually I leave for the gym at like 4, 4.30. So yeah. I need to like hurry up and get there after. And I will wear my gym attire on the bottom half. And then on yeah. the top half, I'm like business. But then as soon as the meeting's done, I like throw off my shirt, put on my gym top and then head to the gym. So yep, yep, yep. yep. I do think it's funny, though, how maybe funny is not the right word, but we were all forced to work from home during COVID. And Mm -hmm. during that time, I felt like a lot of people either thrived and loved it. I was one of those people Mm -hmm. or they hated it. Billy is one of those people. But I personally became obsessed with everyone's setup. I loved like seeing behind the scenes of people's like home workspaces. Lady, I'm still obsessed with them. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still obsessed with people's setups. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter what it is. It could be a home office. It could be a what is in your refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Anything. Anything. I become obsessed with it. I just like seeing how people organize and do things a little bit differently. Yeah. No, I agree. I was going through my Instagram, the like saved section. You know how you can save posts. Mm. You like flag yeah. them. Yeah. Well, I've got thousands of photos in there that I've saved. So I've been slowly trying to go through and like clear it out. And I've gotten to the section as Billy and I were getting ready to move here to Austin, I was saving all like home stuff. And of course now I can like get rid of most of them because it was like inspiration for projects I wanted to do. And like that time has passed, but it was a lot of like pantry setups mm-hmm. and like home office setups. And I kind of use that for inspiration for my office and like getting that set up. I do love your office. Thank you. Well, that's the perfect transition. Let's jump into the episode because the first thing we're going to discuss when it comes to our home workspaces is where do we <sighs> actually work? So Bridget, <laughs> I'll let you start because I think yours is a little more scattered than mine. Yeah. Um. Okay. So For those of you who don't know, I am a training and consulting staff developer for a local IU. So that's an intermediate unit. It's an educational services like department, depending on what state you're in, everybody's called something a little bit different. Mine's an intermediate unit. And so for me, I have many places that I work. (laughs) One is going to be at home. So there are some days, normally, I will be home two to three days a week. Normally, on really busy weeks, I will be gone almost every single day. Like last week, I was gone four days out of the five days. And on the days when I'm gone, I will either, one, be working at the office. So we have a home office station where it's it's literally an office. It's really sad because it's like, oh, there's no classrooms here. Yeah. It just kind of hurt my heart the first time I walked through them. Um, Or two, I will be working at schools. So I will either be coaching, supporting, providing professional development at various school areas, or I will be going to other places like other IUs, Pat 
in offices, conferences. It really just depends. There's no routine, guys. None. Yeah. Well, and that's going off of what you were saying earlier about like struggling with the routine. It's hard to establish a routine when, you know, when you don't have consistency, like that does make it really hard. Yeah. Okay. What about you? So obviously I don't, I work for myself, so I'm either home or I am traveling for PD. So at home, I have my office, which is one of our spare bedrooms upstairs. Mm -hmm. Within my office, I have two desks. One is against the wall. It's what y'all see behind me whenever I film YouTube videos. The other one is in the center of the room, and that's typically where I'm seated when I'm filming YouTube videos. That is a standing desk, so it can go to, you know, seated or standing. And most days, at least for the first, I don't know, until like 2 p.m., I'm working at my standing desk on my walking pad, on my laptop. But when I deliver PDs, I sit at my iMac, which is at the desk that's up against the wall. When I am not in my office, I am either downstairs at the kitchen table or sometimes on the couch, but that's very, very rare. That's like, I got all my must- must do's done. And I have just like little piddly things that I'm working Mm -hmm. on. But otherwise I have found that I like to be either at a desk or a table. And then when I'm traveling, obviously I'm just like in hotels and then going to like various conferences, school districts and et cetera. But I'm typically not like when I travel, I make sure everything is done before I leave so that all I'm doing there is like the actual presentation part. I usually put on like an email automatic reply so that I don't have to keep up with that stuff while I'm gone. And so I saw a a reel the other day and Bridget, I don't know if you've seen this one, but it was a guy and it was like what I imagine like traveling for work is like or traveling for business. And he like gets into the hotel room and he's like, okay, I have two hours. I'm going to go to the gym and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to go to a restaurant by myself. And, and then it's like, what it's actually like. And it's him just like sitting in the hotel bed eating like Chipotle. And I'm like, that is literally me. Yeah. Like I used to think people that traveled for work, it was like super glamorous. And now I've realized like Mm -mm. it is not, it is not at all. (laughs) No, it's not. It's so funny that you were talking about like right now that you work at a desk or a table because Mm -hmm. I feel like when you were in Maryland, that was not the case. Correct. I didn't really have a desk or table to work at. You were a couch lady. I was a couch lady. Um, Mostly just, I think, because of the space. But And I I still can be very productive in bed or on the couch. Billy cannot be. But I have just found that I would rather stay at a desk or a table, get all of my work done, and then be able to unplug and have that like separation. Whereas before, it's like I never unplugged from work. Mm-hmm. So when I was working on the couch, it was also like my lounging time. And now I've tried to really separate that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's take a break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about some of our must-haves for our workspaces. <music> Gobble, gobble. It is November, which means it's also our new planner launch. You can officially grab the January to December digital planners for 2024 in our store at teachingonthedouble.com forward slash store. If you want to get a head start on planning for the new year, you can grab a digital planner 20% off for the first two weeks of November. But Also be on the lookout for, you know, maybe a Black Friday sale, Cyber Monday, in case you missed out on that initial discount. Also, don't forget to head to teachingonthedouble.com 
forward slash mailing list to sign up for our email reminders about sales and planner launches. We promise you will be thankful you signed up because you never know when we might pop into your inbox with a little surprise. But for now, back to the episode. We're back and let's jump into our must haves. So Bridget, let's go. Okay. Billy and I do this sometimes. We call it the Mount Rushmore. So rather than a top three, you pick four because Mount Rushmore has like the four people. Uh So what would you say are like your four must haves for your workspace? Okay. Uh, Four must haves. If I'm really being productive, I'm going to say currently, right now, because it is colder outside, I have to have a heated (laughs) blanket. Okay. 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 So that's one. Two, I'm going to say, um, Michelle can actually see this, but I have a really big TV screen behind me, but it has like a cozy background feel. That's two. Okay. Three, I'm going to say my water. Okay. And then four, I'm going to say, this sounds so random, guys, but the, you know, the wax candle things where you turn it on. I had it in the classroom and you put the the wax on top and it melts it. Yeah. That would be the four. Ooh. Okay. You know, what's funny is I have one of those, it plugs into like an outlet. So it's Mm -hmm. like a small version. Oh yeah. So (laughs) you're going to have to tell me, how do you like clean out the wax? Like if I want to change, I almost said flavors. If I want to change scents, do you, what do you do? Because I do not tell people this or do not judge me rather. I put a wax melt in it um, I'm going to say six, seven years Stop ago. Stop it. And I'm still Stop using it. the same one. I've never changed Michelle, it. Michelle, it doesn't have a smell it anymore. It does. It does. Okay. You're lying to no, yourself. I'm we have a problem you. right now. We need to <laughs> It's a clean, clean cotton scent and I can still smell it. But how do you clean out the wax? I will typically, and this is probably really dangerous, but when I was in the classroom, I used safety scissors. Okay. <laughs> and I would poke a hole and I would, it would just pop out. Okay. But now I have like a plastic because I have like all these like cricket supplies. You know how it comes with like the little plastic that looks like a, a pencil almost? Yeah. And I just like, if you can get into the edge, it'll pop out. Okay. Okay, I'm going to do that. I don't know. And y'all tell us if we're doing something wrong. That's the only way I've ever figured out how to do it. See, and I haven't figured out a way, hence why I'm still using the same one. Um, But I'm happy we had that conversation because I've been (laughs) meaning to to make that improvement in my life. Okay, Okay. what's your Mount Rushmore? My Mount Rushmore is going to be my walking pad. Okay. Because that has just revolutionized my productivity. Love it. I would say my water bottle, which y'all know I have one of those like half gallon huge water bottles. I try to drink. I drink two a day. I drink one of them from morning until I leave for the gym typically. Mm-hmm. So I'm like sipping on it um, just throughout the day, which is nice. I would say my robe because you mentioned Ooh. like your blanket. So I tend to be cold in the morning. Once I start walking, my body heats up and I'm fine. But I like the robe because I can easily like take it off if it's too much and I can wear it like while I'm walking. Like I can't have a blanket while I'm walking. Although goodness knows my neighbor because I typically have my window shades open. She probably is like, what is she doing? Um, Just like stripping down my robe. And it's not a fancy robe. It's like cheap robe on Amazon, but it's one of those like big cushy, um, 
like massive ones, which I love. Okay. That's three. I would say number four, I don't think Ember counts. And honestly, she would not be a must have because she distracts me more than anything. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I would say my phone and I know it's controversial. So I'll get into it more with the next one. But what I do is for like my breaks, I have like YouTube videos playing from my phone Mm -hmm. and that helps keep me feeling less alone throughout the day since I'm here by myself. And that's why I like that big TV screen. And that's what I did in the classroom, to be honest. Remember, I would always like post Harry Potter was my go-to. So like if I need sound instead of playing videos, because videos will start to distract me, I'll find myself just like hypnotized watching them. I gotcha. That at least having like this like music ambiance on my screen really allows me to just kind of like calm down and like get into the to the focus and yeah I don't know okay so then let's go into the next one which is what can we not okay. have in our workspaces are we doing Mount Rushmore's for um, this one too I don't think it has to be a Mount okay. Rushmore but just what are those things that like distract you and whatnot <laughs> okay one of them is going to be husband Okay. Husband distracts me, especially when I'm working from home. (laughs) Two is going to be my phone Mm -hmm. because I have the terrible, terrible, terrible habit of picking up my phone and immediately going to social media. Like, I don't even know how my body does it. It just does it, which is terrible. Um, So that would be the second one. I honestly don't really have, I guess the other thing would just be stuff everywhere. Like just clutter. Like clutter. So okay. papers, notebooks, books, anything. I have to have things cleaned off so that I can really focus in on the work that I do. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. And honestly, I think mine is, is kind of similar. Thankfully, Billy's rarely ever here. He has the option to work from home some days, but he's not good at working from home. So yeah. he doesn't opt to do that a lot of times. But... I mentioned Ember during the day when I'm just working like at my own pace. She's in in the room and she typically my chair is in the corner and I have a blanket that like covers it. So she'll curl up there and it's fine. She's good about um, giving me my time. It is funny, though. She that whole Pavlov, when I stop my walking pad, she immediately knows that we're going outside. Like she hears the click and she knows. Um, but when I'm presenting PD, I kick her out of the room. I can't have her in yeah, here because yeah. she tries to get in my lap and it, it doesn't work. And, no, but she gets into your lap. That part yes. works. That yes. what doesn't work for you is that she's in your lap. But yes. she, guys, when I say, like, she is not little, but no. she crawls onto your lap. Like, she is a little baby. She launches herself. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, she weighs almost 50 pounds and she makes herself a lap dog. And it's like, no, 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 honey. Like, you're not. But it's fine. I'll accept it. Um, <laughs> so you you mentioned your phone. And what's okay. funny is I always have my phone right next to me. Here's what I've been doing lately. And it has really been working. I will set timers. And this is something we've talked about all mm-hmm. the flipping time. But it's one of those things where once I actually do it, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is so good. I will set a timer for an hour. And I leave it with the timer up on my phone so I can easily glance over and see how much time is left. I will work for that hour and then I give myself a 10 minute break. And during that 10 minute break, I set a timer for 10 minutes, but I typically then like scroll on my phone or watch videos and and do things that are like more fun. 
And I repeat that pretty much all morning until like usually around 2 p.m. is when I'm like, okay, like I've gotten a majority of my stuff done. I can now like be a little more loosey goosey with my time. So I would not say that my phone is something I I can't have in my workspace. I've really been benefiting from having it with me, but I have to use it strategically. Otherwise, I would say, you know, you're really good about staying focused. Yeah, because I'm like a hyper-focused person. You like are once I get focused. So I, I, I really don't think besides like having Ember in here when I'm presenting and like obviously if Billy cannot be here, but you mentioned clutter. That is true because my standing desk where I work, all that is on there is the remote for my walking pad, mm-hmm. my laptop when I'm working on it, and then a little fake potted plant from Ikea. That's mm-hmm. all that's on that desk. Mm-hmm. And I really, really like having that space clear. So I would say that that's probably one of mine as well, the clutter. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What has been your biggest game changer? Game changer. Game changer. Um, I know this is going to sound really ridiculous. And and, and for a lot of people, you're going to be like, what? But I'm going to say that the screen that I have going on in the background, guys, and it's literally me going to YouTube and finding cozy like fall ambiance with music or fire crackling like sounds or whatever it might be yeah that and the candle thing the melting wax thing Mm. are going to be the two biggest game changers and let me tell you why I think it's a bit of nostalgia from being in the classroom because that candle was what I had in my room and I've used that candle for the last seven years yeah. Not with the same wax though. Right. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously, lady. And then the backgrounds is the same thing I did in my cl- mm-hmm. in my classroom. Mm-hmm. And I think having that has given me a little bit of oh, like a little bit of my classroom at home yeah. and it almost like instinctively gives me, okay, we're working now. Yeah. Does that make sense? That makes sense. sense. No, it really it really does. I it like really a does. Job. No, but I don't think, no, no, no. I I think that that's something that's very relatable for people. We all have those things that are nostalgic or bring back certain memories for one reason or another. And it's like, if that works for you, that works for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I can completely understand that, that thought process that like, it makes you feel like back in like the classroom. Yeah. Yeah. It does. That makes sense. All right. What about you? Well, mine is not mushy gushy. I already know what yours is. Go. Can I guess? Go. It's your walking pad. Yeah. 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 So predictable. (laughs) Yeah. And I would say the combination of the walking pad with the standing desk. Yeah. I had the standing desk first, but I quickly realized like I didn't want to just stand. I wanted to be able to move. And that's where the walking pad came in. And I thought that they were ridiculous. I saw them all over social media. What a waste. Billy, when I told him I was getting one, he's like, you're not going to use it. It's just going to sit there. But even he has said, he's like, that's the best purchase you've made all year. I literally use it every single day that I'm home. Even if it's like a real quick, oh, hey, we're going to go, you know, we're going to go to the movies. This was yesterday. We went to the Mm -hmm. movies and I knew I would be seated. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go walk for like an hour-ish before we go just so I can get in some movement. I love how versatile it is. So weather, I don't have to worry about rain, sun, snow, all of that. Like I can just walk consistently. And I think for me, it has really helped me stay focused on things like Mm -hmm. when I'm working and it makes me feel 
Like I'm getting in movement, but also getting things done. Cause I've always liked to go for walks, but in order to get the amount of steps I was wanting to get, I had to spend a lot of time outside walking. I think you went on two walks in a day. Two hour long walks. And like that was a lot of time to dedicate yeah. to that. So I love with the walking pad Plus that I can the gym get for stuff you, done. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, how much time would that have been? So if you were doing two one hour long walks each day plus the gym. And my gym workout is usually somewhere between an hour and a half and two hours, like on the weekdays. Um, That's four hours of your day. Well, yeah. And I was going to say it's usually a half an hour drive to the gym, half an hour drive back. That's another hour. So like, yeah, it was a lot of time. So this just works really well for me and in my routine, which brings us to the last thing we're going to share, which is our work routine. I know yours is all over the place, but guys, it's all over the place. Uh, But here's what I typically will do. I will normally set my alarm for about 545 ish. Okay. So hopefully I'm up and doing stuff at six o'clock. By six o'clock, I'm downstairs. I will make my cup of coffee. I will go ahead and start to make Blaine's lunch, get that ready. And then after I make sure that my oldest is like up and doing stuff because Lord teenagers, they sleep Hmm. in all the time. I then come upstairs and I will open up my emails. I, I We have like a Zoom account for um, the IU that we all just kind of communicate through. So it's like a chat almost. Okay. So I get my Zoom open. I get my my tabs opened up on my computer. And then I will start to process some of those emails that I've received, looking at kind of my calendar, the projects that I need to work on for today, like what Zoom meetings do I have today? Or, you know, what do I need to make sure that's completed? Because now I have to do like expense reports and Mm. time and effort reports. So like there's a lot more like business item-y things that I've never had to do that now all of a sudden I'm doing. So, um, and then, you know, once the day starts, that's where everything starts to change. So the only routine I have is really my morning. Okay. And, and, you know, if it's a day that I'm out and about at a school and it's like, I am not going to be able to eat unless I take a sandwich and eat it in the car, then I will make my lunch along with Blaine's. But yeah, that is typically what I would do. Okay. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. It's not a good routine. It's not great. But it's because every day is something different. Well, yeah. And I think a lot of, especially morning routines, have been so over glamorized on social media where it's like, okay, but are you really doing that on a daily basis? Like, I don't know. I just see some of these and it's like, okay, you're not like me. (laughs) Because I think the best routines are ones that are very simple because that's what makes them sustainable, which is the whole point of a routine. You know, (laughs) and the mornings that I have to be at schools. So for instance, you know, I'm working with a school that's going to be, it's almost an hour away from me. So those mornings, my butt's waking up at like 525 to like get ready, make my lunch, get on the road so that I can drive to that school because it's far for me. So every day is something different. So let's go to a more consistent routine, Michelle. (laughs) Yeah. So for me, if I'm not traveling for PD, which thankfully right now I'm in a position where I'm not traveling as much for the rest of the year, but I had a stint where like I never even unpacked my suitcase. It just stayed packed because it was constant. But for days when I'm working from home, I get up when Billy gets up, which works out well that, you know, my routine can be more flexible. So I just get up when he gets up. And he's a a quick getter readier in the morning, get get readier. So he only needs about a half an hour. So from the time he wakes up to when he leaves is about 30 minutes. 
while he's getting ready, I typically am like throwing ball with Ember, feeding her, getting like coffee brewed. We do our Wordle. So he gave up on Wordle. I still do Wordle on my own, but we do Wordle together, which you get the outline of a country and you have to guess the country and then you guess the neighboring countries and the capital and the flag and Mm -hmm. the currency and the population. We really like it. So we will sit down at the table and spend like two or three minutes doing that. Once he leaves for work, I take my coffee with me upstairs. I get set up on my walking pad and I'm going to just be frank with y'all. Okay. Cause this is part of being an adult. I enjoy having a consistent bathroom routine and my body knows as I start walking and I'm drinking my coffee, I get like eh, 15 minutes in, it's time to go. And it's glorious because it's just, that's how I want to start my day as a 30 year old, just saying. But I will do that like hour work, 10 minute break. I will cycle through that until somewhere between 11 and 12. At that point, I take a, a longer break from work. I will throw more ball with Ember And then I will make my breakfast and I sit and like watch videos while I eat it. So like I I really unplug from work during that time. Then I come back upstairs and continue working again that like hour work, 10 minute break until typically like two o'clock-ish, I go downstairs, I make my lunch, I kind of do the Mm -hmm. same thing, unplug. And then depending on what's going on from then until about four when I get ready for the gym, I will do various like little, I save my less brain intensive tasks for that time so that I know I get my hardest stuff done in the morning. And then that's when I truly like four to four 30 most days, unless I'm delivering a PD, that's when I'm like, all right, I'm done work. I'm going to the gym. This is like my me time. Yeah. Yeah. What a great routine. I mean, you've got that thing nailed down. I do. I do. Um, so hopefully you guys enjoyed a little peek into our crib. And like what our workspaces look like. And it's so interesting. Like I know a lot of you are probably not working from home, but obviously you can take some ideas, tips and tricks and start to implement them into your own classroom to kind of define your workspaces a little bit more. Um, we would love for you to take some time and check out check out the website. So currently right now we have the... 2024. Holy moly, I needed to go slow on that one. (laughs) Planners that are available in our store. So you can go and grab the January to December 2024 planners. Um, We have them both in Google Drive and also a tablet version. So choose the one that is best for you. And while you're shopping for those planners, you can also check out our TSH section and submit your time-sucking hurdle to us. You have a chance to be featured here on the podcast or you might have an entire episode dedicated to you. (laughs) You just never know, guys. And we would love for you if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast so that you can get notified when we drop our new episodes, which is on Thursday morning. And if you have some time, we would love for you to leave a review over on iTunes. It truly does help us get in the ears of all the other teachers that are out there and just kind of help us with that algorithm piece. And we just like hearing from you guys. So until next time, Be timely, stay organized, and be productive. Bye-bye. See ya.